You're listening to the Build Your Path podcast with host Emma Shirey. Today, I sit down with Matt Carley of Gilbane. He's a project executive, and he's also the treasurer of the ACE Baltimore program for the executive committee. ACE Mentor is really close to my heart, and um, I'm sure you all will walk away from this feeling so inspired, so excited. And be sure to listen to the entire podcast, especially watch it on YouTube, um, to find out why Matt Carley has a lacrosse stick sitting behind him the entire time. I promise we do get to that and it's all the way at the end and you won't want to miss it because it's really freaking cool. I am so excited for you guys to listen to this episode. Uh, So let's get right into it. Did you know that construction and technology are super connected? Capital Technology University offers undergraduate and advanced degrees to help you succeed in the growing field of construction, one that with every passing day demands that we be tech savvy. Thank you so much to Capital Technology University for sponsoring this video. Hello, you are listening to the Build Your Path podcast. I'm your host, Emma Shirey, and I'm here today with Matt Carley. Um, so, so, so excited to have him today on this podcast. Um, if you don't know, I am the affiliate director for the ACE Mentor Program of Baltimore. ACE stands for Architecture, Construction, and Engineering, just like the built environment that we're always talking about. And with that means that I work with a lot of really cool professionals in the AEC industry, uh, one of which is Matt Carley. He's on our executive committee with ACE. Um, he's just such a champion for all things um, AEC and especially mentoring young people, uh, really bringing up good people into the industry. So I thought he would be a perfect person to sit down with today, specifically because um, this week we are, so two weeks you guys will see this in a couple weeks, but um, that means that two weeks ago, we had our big end of year ceremony. So by the time you listen to this, the celebration will be over. We will have given out $25,000 worth of scholarships to ACE Baltimore students. And um, we will have given out 11, 12, 13 big uh, awards as well. So uh, Matt, welcome to the Build Your Path podcast. Um, yeah, thank you very much, Emma. And so tell us a little bit about what you do now, uh, what your role is, and then we'll talk a little bit about how, how you got there. Yeah, sure. So <clears throat> my role currently, um, I am the Director of Special Projects for Gilbane Building Company. Uh, I've been in this role for about a year and a half, but I've been with Gilbane for about 15 years. So um, my focus right now is building like a million to $20 million projects. Um, not really one-offs, but kind of gets our foot in the door with clients. I uh, really like to show them what we can do and, and create a great product. So I've done projects kind of ranging the whole entire gamut. So museums, sports, sports arenas, um, did walkways in between Ravens and Oriole Park. Um, just kind of really anything that, that kind of falls in that range and it's a little bit special, quick moving fast pace that we can get done probably uh, six months to a year. So it's really my role. Um, I've got a team of about 12 people right now. And uh, yeah, things are going good. We're busy. Good. Busy is good in our industry. So um, what does your role actually mean, right? Because I think students often are like, oh, project management, that's one thing. Like a superintendent maybe is a little bit more obscure. Like what do you do for the job? So like if um, this building is being built, where do you step in and how does that work with um, Gilbane and then as a whole? Yep. So as a, as a project executive, um, I kind of see 
projects from start to finish and start meaning like going out, actually presenting, getting the projects, winning the projects with clients, um, and then really pre-construction, which is like uh, putting all of the, putting all the money together, figuring out what subs we're going to be using, uh, putting together kind of the pricing, presenting that to the, to the client so they can essentially budget it and pay for it. So um, I'm really uh, 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 kind of a problem solver, but right now I'm a people manager, accountant, deal with the architects mostly and the clients. Um, and I kind of filter down and make sure that my project engineers, my superintendents, my engineers all know what to do, what to build, where they're going. Um, and yeah, basically putting the building together. So I uh, started out as an engineer, kind of worked my way up. And now I've got a, got a pyramid of people underneath me that I'm and I'm helping to helping to you know move through the move through the construction work. Yeah, that's awesome. So yeah. you started as an engineer. Where did you go to school? What was your kind of path from high school on? Yeah, so good question. Um, I went to Penn State uh, main campus, um, and my degree is in architectural engineering with construction management, and then I have a minor in architecture. So um, you know, really as a young kid, I was building blocks, digging holes. I was a huge hole digger. Um, now that I look at it, I probably dug some holes that were way too deep and we wouldn't allow that right now. But, um, uh, you know, was very, very interested in, in construction from a very young age. Um, my father actually sold suits, so I'm not quite sure how I got into it. My grandfather helped me build a few things, but um, in high school, I actually ended up building, we called it the shack. It was a shack in my backyard. Um, it had two couches, a loft, a bedroom, and I built that all by myself, kind of got rid of my curfew, but it really kind of sparked the interest in, in building. So um, yeah, that's that's kind of my path. So Penn State, five years, um, right out of Penn State, joined Gilbane. So I've been a Gilbaner for life and kind of worked my way up from engineer to project manager to executive in the last, uh, last 15 years. Awesome. Yeah. So what, so you kind of were building things as a kid and then, um, were there any things in school that you were really good at that, uh, maybe kind of led you, like who was like, you should become an architectural engineer. Like what, how did that happen from building a shack in your backyard to going to school for it? So that's a good question. Um, was always very good at math. Um, and obviously engineering is, is kind of that, but it was more problem solving and actually I wanted to see, I wanted to see something created. So I had a lot of friends that were going to school for accounting and business management and all that stuff. And um, when when we were freshmen, I guess I'm like, so what do you guys actually like produce? They're like, well, it's just all paperwork. I'm like, okay. But going around in different cities, and I always um, I lived in Rome for three years or not three years, three months, um, doing a study abroad program, and just how interesting and complex the buildings were, it really just made me feel like I needed to get into that profession. Um, Roman buildings were just the most interesting thing I've ever, ever seen. They invented concrete. Um, and really, we don't even know how they made the concrete that they made. Um, it's just, for some reason, way more advanced than the concrete we make now. So um, stuff like that, and just the sheer size of those buildings. I was like, I, I want to be able to do that. I want to be able to figure it out. And I want to kind of manage the people that that do that. So um yeah i don't think there was really one thing that kind of pushed me into that but uh being an engineer being able to solve problems um and then just wanting to actually produce a building that people could work in people could see 
and people walked up to him and were like, wow, that's, that's cool. It was really kind of what pushed me into this, into this position. Yeah. I think that's definitely something that so many of us um, realized throughout our lives that we were always kind of interested in the built environment, but really never knew what that could lead to. Right. When you start as an architectural engineer, you go to school for it. Um, and you get excited about the concrete and the big buildings and how you could really get your like toes in that. Um, mm -hmm. And then you start to build up, right? Like what people skills do I have or um, where do I fall where it isn't really as math focused, but more human focused. So talk a little bit about um, how you moved up in the last 15 years, what you've sort of learned, uh, especially now for the last year and a half that you've been leading a 12 person team. Yeah. So uh, I, I want to touch on the point you made. Math starts it off, but really construction is a, is a people business. Um, you have to be able to talk to people. You have to be able to manage it. There's a wide range of uh, kind of colorful personalities that you're, you're dealing with on a day-to-day -day basis. So um, what, you know, starting off solving problems, but really getting to know the people that actually build the buildings was, was one thing that kind of kept me going. Um, I found out that, that, helping them solve problems um, really, really made me feel like I was, I was contributing and, and actually moving things forward. So, um, you know, right now I, I see myself as a, as a manager, people manager, um, and really dealing with, dealing with everyone from architects to, you know, a Mason and making sure that what the architect's vision, you know, on paper, it's actually built and it's it's really all through people management so um you know just connecting with the people figuring out what they like to do if if you're walking a job site and you're actually interested and engaged they will talk your ear off uh they i found that people in construction actually love what they do and if you ask them you know why are you why are you running that piece of pipe there and they'll they'll drop everything and tell you why they're doing it how they're doing it and it's it's really fun to actually see people see people enjoy what they do in the field. Well, that's why this podcast exists because I know, so many I know. people are excited to talk about what their <laughs> role is and how they got there. Um, so we talked a little bit about you and what you did and how you got to where you are. Um, but when did you start working with ACE? Like when did you start deciding to give back? What did that look like for you? Yeah. So ACE, let me think about this. Um, when I was an engineer, probably two years out, from college, um, uh, got approached just about a program, didn't really know what it was about, um, just going around to different high schools and and kind of bringing people in and letting them letting them kind of experience what the construction field was. So um, I guess I got started 12 years ago um, and was a mentor for about five years, then got a little bit busy, kind of stepped away for a bit, um, but then was excited to jump back into the into the board with you. Um, to kind of help develop and and grow ACE a little bit more. So um, I loved I I just loved working with kids. We built a couple couple bridges. Some of the projects that these kids were were putting out were amazing. Like stuff that I was doing in college. These these high school kids are putting together nowadays, and it it really just made me feel made me feel really good that they're you know taking an interest in this, and um, I can I can definitely see a future with. Uh, a lot of these, a lot of these folks in, in high school, uh, just for how advanced they are, and the technology that they're using now is is way more advanced than anything that that I kind of 
used growing up, which is a, which is a benefit. You can do a lot more and it's, it's going faster. So. Yeah. If you're a student listening to this or watching this, um, I found out that SketchUp has a free online um, software. And then a lot of students, you can get like a CAD or a Revit, like short term time through your school email. So definitely be sure to check out. There are so, so, so many free resources for students just looking to get like play around with software because the things that you learn, I think when you're just messing around with it, like going on YouTube, finding um, ways to develop stuff, I think that's always really useful. And those are the kind of people that many of us are looking for when we're hiring, right? Our folks who were like, yeah, I wanted to try out CAD and I did. And now yep. I know it well enough. And then when you go to school, maybe for architecture, um, you could take what you learned and actually use it in the real world. So uh, always good if you're playing outside or playing inside to play with things that you might want to do with your career. Yep. And SketchUp, like that's a great tool. Before, when it first came out, I was using it. I'm like, this is super easy, super intuitive. You know, everything that was in my brain that I necessarily couldn't draw, you just make shape, shapes, push, pull, and you can, I mean, some of the SketchUp buildings that they build now are look like full full renderings of real buildings. So it's yeah. it's an amazing piece of software if you want to just just play around. And and um, you know, companies are are looking for mm -hmm. students and people that can that can use that uh, right out of college. It's a it's a very, very useful tool when you're looking for jobs. And SketchUp is also, I mean, if you've never seen it, it's like Sims. Like it's literally like building oh, a yeah. house. Yeah. <laughs> it was the same way um, I was helping some of the girls I'm mentoring at Ace. And I was like, you guys just pretend it's like you're building the walls of Sims and you will totally make it happen. And it worked just like that. So it was really yeah. funny. But it's always interesting to see how, um, like what came first, right? Was it the gamification um, or was it the need of a design software? It's really interesting to see like where the games really like Minecraft. That's a big one that a lot of students are into. Minecraft is huge. And yeah, actually a lot of architects are going into art into Minecraft and just building these worlds that, uh, you know, are just amazing. It's, it's, it's cool to watch, but I'm sure the kids that are watching this, some of the things that Minecraft people are producing are like full scale worlds, castles, you know, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. So if your parents are not letting you build a shack in your backyard, you can build one online. And you can build one online, yep. In your portfolio in the future. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, no, that's super cool. So, okay, so you loved like thinking about students and helping them as a mentor. Um, and so what do you do for ACE on the executive committee? So ACE on the executive committee, um, I'm, I'm the treasurer. So <clears throat> what, we're, what we're excited about ACE is giving out scholarships. That's mm -hmm. kind of the main, main thing we do um, besides just mentoring and getting people, getting people excited. But um, I'm heading up just uh, sponsorships and reaching out to folks in the industry to get money um, so we can actually provide, provide scholarships and, and fund the Fundamentorship. So um, that's that's really my goal at the moment. And then obviously helping you, Emma, and helping helping the rest of the executive board team. Yeah, I think the sponsorships and donations for a nonprofit like ACE are so important because they give right back to our future workforce. So yeah. um, I think it's always important to remember, like, so this year we're giving out $25,000 of scholarships, which, which is, is so, so exciting. Is yeah. that, I think that's the biggest we've ever had, at least since. That is the biggest we've ever had. Yes. 
which is so cool. So $25,000 worth, worth of scholarships. I think our biggest first place one is $8,000. Um, and we've had some sponsorships too. So those will be their own scholarship awards, um, which is really, really exciting. But I, I think that is such a great takeaway, right? We hold these students for four years as mentor, as mentees, and we mentor them and they learn about all of the different facets. They have four beautiful design presentations to take away. Um, that means four years of something on their resume. That's four different ideas that they've come up with, four different teams they've had to build. And then sometimes we lose them, right? They go off, they do their own thing, whatever. Yeah. But the key, I think, really with a mentorship program like ours is we get to help them beyond. And so these scholarships, especially when students really put in the work to apply for them, have put in the work for the last couple of years at ACE, um, those are really, I think that shows the true long-term effects of ACE Mentor of Baltimore. Yeah, it, I mean, it becomes tangible. Like I did yeah. all this work and it's not for nothing. Like I have I have money that I can use to help help me grow and continue in my education in this. So yeah, that's a that's a big part and something exciting yeah. that we can do that. And I think especially to the um having it like that could be your entire like studio one class. Like that's your whole first semester. Oh yeah. First year is all of that really beginning stuff, which these students already kind of have access to. So year one of college might be pretty easy for someone as when they enter through ACE um, because they're already knowledgeable. They already kind of get the design process. Um, so I feel like it's such a great way to set students up for success. And um, yeah, and I don't think there are really any other mentorship programs like this one. There's um, really not. No, this is a, this is unique in the fact that it's, it's, um, you know, specifically based with, with construction architecture and that, that type of industry. So, um, yeah. Uh, we, um, I was looking and there are, so ACE is a national organization, but, um, we're one. And if you're listening to this and you're not in Baltimore, you're not in a school that affiliates with us, that is okay because there are 76 ACEs around the country that are giving back to students and all of that. So if you are listening to this, make sure to check out and see if there's an ACE near you, or they also have an online kind of a virtual ACE. It's called ACE at your pace. Um, and that is also really accessible as well. So if you are interested in architecture, construction, engineering, built environment, um, or you just need kind of an after school club or something, who knows, you could find your like dream career like Matt did through something like AEC. Um, so definitely check that out at acementor.org. Uh, and if you're with Baltimore, definitely make sure to check us out as well. Um, so I guess the final thing that I just want to talk about is what advice would you give to your past self, a young person at ACE, like what kinds of things that you've learned from the last 15 years, but even your whole life, what would you say to them as they enter the industry? Oh man, that's a good question. <clears throat> so what would I say to my past self? Um, you know, it, it's the world's just changing super rapidly. And I think the next 10 years are going to be, and I don't want to say weird, but they're going to probably get a little bit weird with AI and everything coming out. But, um, 
you know, younger, younger self advice would just, just be open to opportunities. Um, you know, things that you think you might want to do can, can change rapidly, but as long as you kind of have, have that base and that, um, kind of education, you can, you can maneuver wherever you want kind of within that industry and still, still find exactly what you love to do. Um, again, construction is, is wide ranging. So, you know, you have electrical, you have, you have structural, you have management, you have lighting, um, you have design, you have, there's just so many different aspects of this, this industry that we're in that, that can, um, really, really make you very happy. Um, but you know, advice just just stay focused, do what you love. Um, if it's if it's interesting, go after it. Um, and I will say, construction you you can make a very good living and conserve a lot of money because um, there's there's just a need for it. Um, uh, it's 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 becoming more and more specialized, and I think uh, the younger the younger folks can can really take advantage of, of what we're going to be seeing here in the future. So. Um, an exciting time to get into the construction. Um, it is. You guys yeah. are having a good time. Um, and then kind of last takeaway, what is your favorite project you've ever worked on? Like, what's the one that you're like, oh, I built that? Oh, man. Um, so I, I built a lot of buildings, um, ranging from, you know, 250 million down to, down to 20,000 renovation. But the one that I'm really the most proud of, I think, is the U.S. Lacrosse headquarters up in Hun Valley. And it's really because that was my first project that I was a project manager on. Um, so I basically saw it through. It had uh, had a huge field. There was parking lots, the, the building. I, I was getting involved with um, with sponsorships with U.S. Lacrosse. I was meeting all these all these great people in the field and uh at the end of the day, they were, the client was just so happy. Like we, we still talk to this day. It's, it was 10 years ago now still. So, um, just a, just a really, really cool project. I actually have, I have the lacrosse stick that they gave me, uh, you know, for thanking me for building it, which I keep in the office as a reminder. That's so um, cool. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, tons of great projects. That one was just really, really memorable because of just the people, the clients, um, and just it being my first project that I could run really by myself. So that was a cool one. That's awesome. So yeah. if you guys are interested in checking out what that was, be sure to Google the um, U.S. Lacrosse. What is what should they Google? U.S. Lacrosse National Headquarters in Hun Valley. Um, I'm sure there's still some articles up there, but uh, yeah. And if you're in the area, um, I'm sure most sure. people who are watching this maybe do play lacrosse and have heard of it. Um, it's a, it's a cool, it's a cool place to visit. They've got a museum in there too. Uh, the history of U.S. lacrosse. So yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thank you so much, Matt. This was awesome. I'm so excited to have you on this podcast for the third episode of this season and team make sure to dig in and build your path. Feeling inspired and looking to build your own path? visit buildyourpath.org or follow our socials. Get out there, dig in, and I'll see you soon for another episode of the Build Your Path podcast.